Welcome to the Flaws of Friendship. If you heard, we are doing a conference with Good Hope Church called Flawless Friendships, where we are going to change the way we think about relationships, but we have a date change. It is actually going to switch to October 22nd and 23rd. If you are in the Culpeper, Fredericksburg, or Spotsylvania area, we would love for you to join us. Tickets are $25 for one person or two for 30. All you have to do is register at goodhopelive.com slash wow21. We hope to see you guys there. Welcome to episode 53, Hubbies and Javiers. Okay, wait. I don't think that word is Mex. It's Mexican. <laughs> you mean Russian? It's Spanish. It's Spanish. You just sounded like a Russian, though. Hello, Javier. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Could you pass me a wipe? I need to clean my mic. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. I don't know if this is the best week to talk about hubbies and Javers, but we're going to try. Okay. Okay. First of all, Javier, for anyone who hasn't listened to us, what is a Javier, Javier? It means friend in Hebrew, one who helps you carry your water, one who helps you carry the weight of your life. Friend, friend. companion, comrade. Confidant. Yes. Love that word. So we are Havers. Yes, we are. It's a very special friendship. And for short, we like to call each other VAR. Yep. <laughs> and that's or what v, we will call you. Or VARI, or whatever hits us in the moment. Exactly. And so you are our VARs too, if you are paying attention and listening to this podcast. And we thought that it would be, um, I was going to say a fun topic, but I'm not sure. It'll be an interesting topic. Yeah. To talk about how... Havers and hubbies coexist in Haver world. Mm -hmm. And we've had our challenges in this area. Definitely. Definitely have. Yeah. And also good things. Yeah. You know, sometimes we've had women say, well, my husband is my best friend. Like they don't need a best friend if they have their like husband. Like that's their VAR. That's their VAR. But sometimes I think think we don't need a best friend when our husband is also in that role. Yeah. But we do play different roles in each other's lives. As two females. As two females. Definitely. So I was having a conversation with my husband and he is very much an introvert. He works as a film archivist and projectionist. So basically he works in a black box. <laughs> For hours and hours and hours, and he loves it. He loves two things. He loves his job, and he loves his dogs. And for a lot of our married life, since I am the more outgoing one, I would say I'm more in pursuit of him. Not that he doesn't love me. I'm not saying anything bad. Yeah. But I'm just the more pursuant one. And he just is more relaxed and does his thing and whatever. So sometimes I will get a little tired of being the one who's always, it feels like is doing the work. And I know that's not true, but because I'm the more aggressive one, yeah, I guess. The more the extroverted. Yeah. Action oriented. I'm action oriented. Yes. Yeah. David is inertia 
I actually call David our Yoda var. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes Stacy, because she will randomly pop out these words of wisdom. And I'm like, where did that? Okay, Yoda var. <laughs> Carry on. I'll place that nugget inside of my heart and my soul and it will change my life later. <laughs> when I understand what you just said. So I had just kind of gotten... I think tired of pursuing all the time. And I just, and we were kind of having a little bump in the road. And so instead of pursuing him to figure it out, well, I just didn't. I was going to let that ride and see how long it went, which is different than friendship. Cause I don't, we would not do oh, that. We would never do what just happened. No, we with- literally did not talk for two weeks. Like that's how long it went. That we would, that would not work out. No. Okay, just real quick okay. while we have made it to this bump. So literally what happened was because you were the more vocal, he just thought, hey, I'm sure he was like, if she ain't saying anything, we're good. Do you yeah. think he was just like, okay, so let me know. I think he started sensing, you know, day 11 <laughs> when you're not talking was off. Yeah, even like three <laughs> days, I would have been like, wait a minute. Stacy March has not really said anything. I would be starting to worry about you like day three. But if you don't talk to me for one day, I know there's something wrong. Something is off in our VAR world. Which leads us to the point way down the road how easier it is to be a VAR sometimes than a (laughs) wife. But anyway... So I let that thing ride and that man could have just gone on until we're both dead, I think. Anyway, what came out after we came together is he had been feeling some things. Who knew? I didn't know he had feelings. Oh, (laughs) sure he does. He just keeps them in the black box (laughs) under his black shirt. Hey, it's about time for him to switch out his closet and take out his summer black clothes and put in his black fall clothes oh wow <laughs> yeah so. so he's exchanging what short sleeve for long sleeve. yeah, yeah. wow mm-hmm. turns out he was actually starting to notice some differences some differences both in how friendship looks and what was lacking in our marriage now let me just say this i have been asking that man for 20 two years. I just think we need to be friends. We need to be friends. So because friendship is so important to me, I pursue friendship. Well, when I stopped pursuing friendship, guess what he started missing? Friendship. Yes. Yeah. And start saying, well, I just noticed that even your tone changes when Tabitha calls and I actually miss friendship. And I was like, hold up, hold up. Can you say that again? But what was interesting is the marriage side of this, which is how do we maintain the haver and the husband side of friendship in both of them without making our husbands feel left out? Because sometimes it is a lot easier to be a var than a wife. Yes. And also, I wanted to talk a little bit about what this relationship between you and I has done to provoke our husbands to want friendship because y'all it is changing how they want us yeah 
And we didn't mean for that. It's not like we had some evil intent behind our relationship to say, hey, we're really going to show them. It's just been a natural progress or a natural result Mm -hmm. out of watching us. And David literally said, you know, I just see her like when you have something that is important to you, she comes along and it becomes important to her, too. Tell, Tell him what he said after. Oh, because this makes it funny. So repeat what you just said so our listeners can hear. Yeah, let me paint this picture. I am so intently focused. You know, I've got my active listening face on, you know, and I'm just letting this man who has never borne his soul once in all of his years on this earth. He is pouring them out Mm. in want of friendship. And he says, I see her come alongside you when something is important to you she comes alongside of you and it becomes important to her and I said yes and he goes but those things are just not important to me I don't care about them (laughs) with all sincerity in the middle of emoting that is what he says to me oh Yoda Vark I said, bye, I'm going to my bar's house. I know. <laughs> see I ya. will see you later. <laughs> oh. Maybe you might care. I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you care then. That's so funny. Like he still missed it. He missed. He still, like he, he recognized that it. something was off, mm-hmm. but he still missed it. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys missed it or if you guys caught it but because I care for Stacy because she is my friend because I love her when something is important to her even if I don't understand it even if it's not important to me that I don't even think about that at all that's not even a thought in my mind because if it's important to her then we're gonna go do it and so it just cracks me up that he said that and then just to tag it with that just (laughs) I just want to like, really? Like if you had like something like a newspaper, you just hit him on the head with it like that. In that moment, you're like, praise the Lord that he's recognizing that he wants something that we have and praise the Lord that until he can understand it, there's somebody that does. I mean, that's grace and that's mercy all in that little meeting that you had. That's grace and mercy colliding. And so the Lord is good in that. And yeah, and some some women will say, well, my husband needs so much of my time or my energy or we're partnering together and that's really good. But we have seen firsthand evidence that when we partner out of friendship, it literally makes our husbands thirst for something that they don't have. Yeah. They're watching us and wanting it. And he literally, this man who has acquaintances for the first time in years has said, I want friends. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I want friends. By watching y'all, I want friends. <laughs> My husband's like, I don't need friends. <laughs> He's still like, I don't need friends. But I think he still has a desire because even though he teases us about that, he still talks to us about it. And yeah, he still comes and hangs out in the dining room when we tries to be our friend. <laughs> yeah. And talk about what are y'all doing and Yeah. You know. So he whatever. Yeah. Something's happening in that guy, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's for the women who are married and they have trouble maybe devoting a bunch of 
time to a best friend because they're saying, well, I do all this with my husband and he needs this much time from me. And they could even be business partners or whatever. And they have trouble in their life just saying, I don't have room to devote that much time to somebody else. And we have been through this. And especially during our blow up, that was one of the concerns that Mike had coming back together is that he oftentimes felt left to the wayside in our friendship. And you were very careful not to make him feel that way again when we got back together to show him that it was different. Yeah. So what are some of the ways, I guess, or what did you do to make that intentional shift? Well, I'm still trying to do that because what happens with me and my husband is there's not a lot of go in our relationship. And there was always a lot of go in ours. We're doing things together. And so it's that cycle or that feeling for me is very, it's, I guess, euphoric. I love the go. Mm -hmm. And so I know one thing was like, I just have to do more with him because that's what I feel connected to if I'm doing something with somebody. And so we did end up opening a little store together. So I'm like, okay, I know what I really enjoy is the doing. And then there were certain times where I had to say no to you because I had to say yes to him. And you kind of have to learn how to balance that and say, okay, what's healthy? Is it, is it VAR? Is it VAR time or is it hubby time? And there are going to be times where we rather be with our VAR or sometimes we rather be with our husband. You know, really you can flip it and you're going to have to do what is time for. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I told David is he was just talking about the depth of our friendship. And I said, yes, but we put a lot of work into this. It's a two way street. And so I guess what I had to learn is that the amount of time and effort that I put into you, I also have to put into him. And so how have you learned how to do that when he's not working like in the same fashion where I'm like, okay, let's work this out together. Like I come to the table a little easier to work on things. Yeah. And so, like you said, he's not pursuing you. So did you guys talk about what that'll look like or? It helped me realizing how much he wants friendship, even though he's never being vocal, been vocal about it before. And so ever since we had that talk, I have been very intentional just with when he comes in, sitting and talking with him, staying up a little later than I normally would just to sit on the couch for a little while Mm -hmm. and just really listening to him, asking him how he's doing, which I did before, which is why he he thought that our friendship was thriving. He just never realized it was one way. It It was my work. So you would say your heart changed and okay, I see that he wants this. So now I can, I don't mind giving it because it's important to you. Yes. Once I knew that it was important to him or that it was doing something. Yeah. Then I can sit there and pour out all day long now that I know he appreciates it. And then I can start to see the lights come back on in his eyes a little bit. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I have to leave you. I think we've talked about this before. Y'all are so intricately woven into my days. Mm -hmm. But I do know which one it's time to focus on. But it's not like, it's not some legalistic thing. It's not like day or night. Yeah. He walks in and I, yes, I want to talk to him. But if I hear my phone go off and it's you, well, I just wait till he goes up to change clothes. And then I 
check my phone. <laughs> He's upstairs. Hey. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <I> dude. <laughs> hey, Barb. What you doing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I'm doing nothing, too. <laughs> but I have two minutes to do nothing, so let's talk about something stupid. <laughs> Let me send you five GIFs. GIFs? <laughs> GIFs? I don't what know. What are they? What are know, they? But GIF reminded me of them. I'm going to send you five peanut butters. <laughs> oh, GIFs, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You anyway. guys tell us. So I think that's one thing, is just yeah, realizing just, that a, he wants it and then being able to, to give it. Yeah. But one of the things that I'm finding is that having this VAR relationship, you know, the Javier in my life, mm-hmm. really makes my marriage better. It teaches me how to connect with him because I've spent so much time trying to connect with you. And I can listen to him better because I practice listening to you. You know, it just, I see so much multiplication, not just in my marriage, but even in my relationship with my kids. I'm just a better person when I've got somebody on the outside who chooses to be with me and I choose to be with her and we're working these things out. Sometimes in the nitty gritty of family life, you don't get a breather to step back and actually fine tune your skills. How to listen, how to talk. But with you, you're on the outside. I'm not dealing with you all the time. And so there's a space to learn how can I do this better? And then it just translates back into my family circle and into other relationships I have. So I see so many benefits of this relationship that you and I are working on. Mm -hmm. And David sees it and it made him want it. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I think with anything, I admire women who can say that their husbands are their best friends because they get to be friends. I think sometimes spouse and friend get blurred in there and you forget some of that lightheartedness and the joy that just being friends where there's nothing, there's no stress, there's no nothing. There's just let's do this together and just talking and really caring about who they are are and what they are burning for and I think like you said in the nitty-gritty I think you lose little pieces of friendship along the way just every day and if you don't pick them up then you really end up reaching out to sometimes the wrong places right to fill that friendship be with who God has for you just like you know I know God has Stacy for me but he does have my husband for me too so I guess my prayer is for women who don't feel like their husbands are their friends that you would begin to find a friend in your husband because if you do then I know that that marriage is going to do well because if you already have that you know extra extra stuff in there yeah if you have your friends then whoo that's going to be a powerful message to the world about what marriage is and how cool that if you have really godly friends on the outside of your marriage you're just going to learn something about the kind of love that God has for us and what he wants to have for each other. You sent this text this week. I was wondering if you would read a little bit of it because it was so perfect. It was a text about friendship. You were doing a little study on friendship. Every once in a while, I become a, well, you tap ra- into your teacher, a rabbi, yeah, a rabboni, <laughs> rabbonia. Uh, okay. So it said, There are many examples in Jewish texts of the importance placed on friendship. 
And then it goes on to say, our sages taught the importance of it with the following words, either friendship or death. Ooh. They insisted that one must exert great effort in cultivating a friendship, even to the extent of giving up personal preferences to those of one's friend. In this way, each of the two friends will seek to please the other, and together they will build common goals and interests. I love that, that common goals and common interests are built when you lay down your preferences, like some of your preferences mm-hmm. to one another. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. I mean, even I hope Yodavar like hears <laughs> that text because can you imagine saying, hey, if you just once in a while lay down some of your preferences and maybe choose to, you know, partner with me and mine and what I prefer, then that is going to build some common interests with us. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. It really is. And it goes back to just some of the things that I was learning about this word. And it really is in the context of creating meaning together. So you went from the synagogue, you know, the rabbi just standing up in all authority and power and delivering the word. And it moved into this circular place of learning Mm -hmm. where a word was taught or spoken and then you got the haver, the comrade, the companion. It was like a person that helped you discover the meaning of text and how this applied to your life. And so these, these were the ones hashing it out with you Mm -hmm. and the arguing back and forth, you know, in our culture, when someone argues, it's, well, they're my enemy and they, I must argue my point to be right. Well, in this culture and the Havar relationship, arguing becomes this place of honor because it means you care enough to hash out and yeah, you're breaking out. down. Yeah. And it just goes to the whole point about just communication and laying down your preferences in that when we do this life so closely with someone and you're threshing out the meaning, you are creating meaning Mm -hmm. out of what you are learning and what you're talking about. It's two way, Mm -hmm. which is another meaning of this word that I found, meaning this relationship is a two way street. Mm -hmm. It's a two way street. Mm -hmm. And So it helps just in the practicing of this in friendship. It then bleeds over. You know, if I have to go in a two-way direction with you, Mm -hmm. then of course that's going to make me aware in other other places. So it makes me a better person. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that we have recently just come to be able to describe what we want to do is just to lay friendship out there and describe what it is and what it can do and who it helps us become. Mm -hmm. And you can't really go into who it helps you become if you're not talking about this havering Mm -hmm. or havaring Mm -hmm. and uh, walking so closely with, with somebody else and yet maintaining your marriage because you can have both. Mm -hmm. So we've had women again say, I don't have time for this. And we would say, Ah, you have to have time. You have to have time to be a friend. You do. And then for those who are struggling, you know, they know the importance of it, but they're struggling with maybe their husband's feeling left out. There are ways. You don't have to discard the friend to make your husband feel wanted. You just have to make your husband your friend. (laughs) I love that. Friendship (laughs) is always our answer. We're like, if you are having trouble, 
Make your husband your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I if love you're that. unhappy at work, make, make your, a friend. Yeah, make your boss your friend. Make your boss your friend. If you're unhappy with your children, just make them your friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> really? I yeah. mean, be their friend for be a, a friend. second. Have fun with them. Yeah. You know, it really is. Friendship Someone could was, be the problem and friendship is the answer. That's right. <laughs> I, somebody actually was texting me and just asking me about something. And literally, I said, friendship will always be my answer. It literally could have been, maybe she had gained 10 pounds. Now, I can't remember what it was. But friendship, but friendship could have been feeding her. <laughs> so right. you got to be careful. But I mean, at the core of it, I will always ask and you will always ask, do you have a friend? Yes. Because so and are much you being of this, a good one? Yeah. And is she being a good one? Yes. Because then if she's not, well, we need to talk about that. Too. Yeah, we better find you a good one. Yeah. And laying down your preferences for the sake of a person. Again, we are not talking about in ways that make you feel like you are losing yourself to that person, that it's a one-way street. Remember, this is a two-way street. It's yes. reciprocal. Yeah. And there will be times when you're laying your life down more than hers. I mean, it just goes in seasons. But if you can't look at the whole thing and go, no, we both been to each other, forget it. Yeah, definitely. This is a two-way street. You aren't the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? But sometimes you got to become a speed bump and slow things down and, you know, change your posture and say, okay, if, you know, if it's all about my preferences, I mean, you can tell if that's happening. If you're in a toxic relationship, what is happening is their preferences. What they're saying is theirs matter more than yours. Yeah. And so there has to be that equal safe place where you feel like your preferences matter too. And so when that's happening equally, then that's going to be really beautiful. And that's friendship and that's kingdom. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's ultimately what, what we want our husbands and our marriages to be like. Yeah. And they can I would love that. coexist. Yes. You can be best friends with your husband. You can have more than and one friend. Your Javier. You yes. can have them both. Yes. And then you're all one big happy Javier family. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> but they still get to go into their little black box and watch their movies yeah, and while we, don't we are have to. doing a podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where we decorated our box. <laughs> we sure did. Yeah. There's just And we want people has. to come in here with us. Yes, we do. So it's just friendship. It's always the answer. Yeah. It's just always going to be our answer. And it's possible. It just has to be done God's way. Yes, it does. Well, I don't know if we imparted great wisdom today. I'm doubtful. But what? Did you just have a light bulb of wisdom? No. You jumped. I think we always say one or two good things in here. You think? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Well. I have something. faith that happened today, Var. Yeah. <laughs> we were Yoda Var for at least 2.3 seconds. <laughs> yes. And we love our husbands and we love our friends and we want everybody to be able to have both and to not feel guilty by having a friend that meets needs that your husband can't or shouldn't or doesn't want to meet. Mm -hmm. And... If we can get the fullness of both of those relationships going, it's amazing how much better we become. And how cool for you to go to that, you know, to say, David, I'm so glad that you never have to worry, like over worry about you not 
having to meet those needs because God gave me Tabitha. Yeah. And that just because I have her doesn't mean that you are less important or like I have this with you too. Yes. And so to say, I love you and I'm so thankful that I have a friend too. And that's just the power of friendship. We get to fill in those holes to each other that other people can't. God put a Tabitha size hole in you that I get to fill and vice versa. And God put friendship holes in you that are going to take people to fill them. And so go find them. Be filled with friendship because it will change your life. Yes. And I will end with this, Var. Okay. If you have been following our story at all, you will know Tabitha is about to embark upon a journey that is just for her and the Lord of utter proportion. (laughs) And so next week, we'll get to hear all about your trip. Because it has been a big discussion on our social media, on a couple of podcasts. Well, we've done probably two or three. Yeah, trying to prepare for this thing and it's changing. Oh, yeah. This trip has given us whiplash already. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is the trip I was supposed to go on. And then, well, God put me on the bench and (laughs) called Tabitha into the yonder cacti. (laughs) So she's going, but she will be back next week and we get to hear all about what God did on that trip. So blessings, my friend. Thank you. Here I go. I don't know which is scarier. You going into the unknown land of jumping Chola or me going into the unknown land of homecoming. Hoko. Hoko. Hoko 21. I've seen it all over the place already. Yeah. I don't know either. I might be glad I'm that far away. (laughs) You're only a phone call away, Var. That's true. That's true. So we hope that this helped. Blessings on your marriage and your friendships this week. Mm -hmm. You can have both. God desires and designed all of these relationships to come in and round us out in Mm -hmm. just a perfect way. So you can find a friend in each of them. Yes, you can. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you back next week. Bye, guys. Bye. You'll be back. Don't worry. Praise the Lord. I'm going to buy you some Skittles. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Give me a big bag. Okay, I will. (laughs) Like family size, but only I get it. (laughs) Godspeed. Literally. Godspeed. That plane better just turn into a jet get me there. We're getting you a t-shirt that says Arizona, so you'll be delivered there. (laughs) Thank you for that. You're welcome. Bye. (laughs)